Welcome to Pabu, my home away from home. Family reunion, got to have a family If you're going to be in the LA area on Saturday, December 2nd, make sure you swing by and check out LA Comic Con. Not only is it your chance to attend a fun con and see some amazing cosplay and meet up with good friends, but you can also come see us, the Dad Batch, live on stage. Come check out the con and then make your way to panel room 405 by 4 p.m. and see your favorite space daddies record a live episode of the Dad Batch podcast on stage. Our Dad Batch family reunion events are all about you, our listeners, and this is our chance to meet you in person. We love to put faces to names and meet our friends who we otherwise may have only ever known online. Costumes are encouraged and make sure you come ready to show off what you have on your workbench, talk about what you're following in the news, and meet your fellow fans and community members. Again, come see The Dad Batch live at LA Comic Con on Saturday, December 2nd at 4 p.m. in Panel Room 405. I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the... Uh, Desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Hey there, Dad Batchers. Welcome to a special Thanksgiving Day edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 67. My name is Stevie Kicks, and the Space Daddies and myself are going to get some rest this week and enjoy some turkey. We wanted to say that we are so very thankful for your support of the show, listening to the podcast each and every week, watching the YouTube channel and live streams, and following the socials. This show would not exist if it wasn't for you. With your support of the show, we've helped raise money for various charities, helped fans of the franchise create their first costumes, and even help somebody get married. The Dad Batch fans are the best fans in the galaxy, this one and far, far away. We've put together a special episode today of some of our most fond memories from this past year, and can't wait to be back with you all next week. Sit back, relax, or get back in the kitchen and make sure that turkey doesn't overcook. And thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to rep your support for the show, pick up a new and exclusive Space Daddy tech shirt and stickers at thedadbatch.com.
In some ways, mental illness touches everyone. You may have a family member, friend, or child who is living with mental illness. For children especially, the statistics are sobering. One in five children is living with a mental illness, and 50% of all lifetime mental illnesses start by age 14. On Our Sleeves believes in caring for the whole child that mental health is just as important as physical health. Yet across America, children's mental health is an often under overlooked and vastly underfunded component of psych pediatric health. Worse yet, only one child psychiatrist is available for every 15,000 youths younger than 18. Lack of healthcare resources and funding only complicate and hinder efforts to make significant changes that impact our youth during these critically important formative years. It's time to have a conversation about our children to raise our voices for this important cause. The Dad Batch is partnering with On Our Sleeves through the holiday season to help raise money for this amazing cause. Like last year, every week we will be adding new items to the Chrome Tono Volume 2 and your donation will enter you to win one of four prize packages. We will be sorting the items donated into first, second, third, and a grand prize package. And every dollar you donate is another chance to win one of these packages in a special prize drawing episode we will be releasing on Christmas Eve. So please visit the Chrome Tono Volume 2 donation link available on our website and in our social media bios. And while you're there, make sure you check out the resources they have available to everyone to help you talk about mental health with your kids so we can make sure we're supporting and protecting the world's most precious resource, our children. Garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what? I, I got to laugh because Steven kind of starting the next segment. That is like for anybody that watches like old cartoons or like old show, like that is the equivalent of like the hook coming out on stage and pulling yep. you yes. off. Like you're that's done. that's what happened. That seems like, okay, we're off the rails. And you're Let's done. Go. Then again, nobody ever does that for me when I'm trying to do the news and you guys are all over the place and crazy well the only one who has control is steven oh, we have no control over yeah. any sound or panel or anything so he's the one that needs oh, to be more he's the only one with the hook intuitive got it right okay. he is the hook gotta have the news though that's, that's like my that's favorite gotta part have the news though it's, uh, this is already rambling i'll go so um, not a shout out to whoever i don't even know how to say like cosrea cosplay because they canceled my order for Yondu's soft goods, and I'm very upset about this. And they were like the only ones that still had it listed available. So now I have to figure this out the hard way. So thanks, guys. Thanks. So everybody go boycott Cosrea. What do you mean the hard way? What are you going to do? I'm going to have to make it. So I didn't. He's going to have to steal it from someone. I had to get, I had to get either red leather or pleather or something. And actually make a ridiculously detailed uh, red trench coat <laughs> with all those buckles and everything. And uh, I mean, I, I was going to pull a crosshair and just kind of get the the one that you could get and then just make it look good. No such luck. Now I'm going to have to. I mean, there was those other ones, too, that were, I mean, they were more expensive. That's the hard Dude, part. Dude, don't do pleather. Can... Don't do a pleather trench coat in Atlanta in August. Like leather is going to be any better. I think leather would be better than pleather. Leather's also going to be like six times as expensive as pleather. They wanted to eat you. How is the weather while wearing pleather? They ain't tasted no tearing before. 
Them boys wanted to eat you. I'm here popping, y'all. So, um, so shout out to Heroes and Villains. I've got a Heroes and Villains shirt on. But the reason that I'm talking about this on the workbench is because I made this to go with it. Oh, Steven's got one too. Nice. So as, as you can see, oh, this is, Bob, awesome this is Boba Fett. And it's all like kind of Japanese style with the writing and everything. But the I love that super shirt. stylized color palette. So I have oh, wow. the helmet. That goes with it's just a black series helmet that I just repainted. Perfect. I you know, so and I I it matches like even you can see sort of the, the white grill and the orange and brown and then a little bit of black on the cheeks. So, so got good. it. It kind of looks like Dijon mustard. You know it looks great. For fun, you should take the looks text delicious. the the kanji that's on there and put that. And put it on the helmet? On the helmet. Oh, instead Ooh. of the stripes? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Just for fun. Steve. Okay. You painted the helmet. It's not like you're going to change it. The ideas are just popping right now. You know what? Okay. And then, and then that. I'm going to want you to build that whole costume for Japan. <laughs> hey. Don't tempt me <laughs> with a good time. Like, I mean, well, <laughs> at this point, it's just a custom Mando. So. Great I already got one of those under yeah. underway yeah. still. So. Great Poupon. How's that going, by the way, the custom Mando? Uh, still collecting kind of votes and things. I've got. Uh, I think the next thing I'm going to put up is the selection poll for shoulder bells, which is going to be heavily peppered with the options that uh, Alpha Ignition can help me with. So, because I know that he's yeah. got. I got, got mold for those. Yeah. There's there's one other style that I think I'm going to throw in the mix there and see what happens. But uh, but otherwise, mm-hmm. it's going to be the ones that John's got. Will be the choices. So right yeah, mustard. That's it for my workbench. Since Raimi talked about Yondu, I can bring up. I literally, while we were sitting here, I was uh, masking off because I have no time to do anything. So I was masking off the leg rockets for Star Lord. It's all mm. chromed and and uh, clear coated. I realize nice. when I'm shaking this in the camera, no one's going to see it. Yeah, um, can't. Tell it's clear coated. It right. It's. I gave it some Duralim and uh, just some some lows. Uh, clear coat because 2k is not not happening especially for this so uh, mask these off i weathered the helmet a little bit and that's it it's been and you can get 1k brian you don't have to buy 2k just because it's pretty pricey what's the difference between 1k and 2k paint 2k is catalyzed like it's It's a two part the two part Right thing, and then the one K is not. Oh, so one K is just like a traditional aerosol. It has to flash. But I think, but I think it's still better than like a traditional regular clear coat. Like Gloss. like it's better I than bought, a Rustoleum clear coat, right. for example. I bought the two two hundred uh, six dollar can of Rustoleum gloss. No one's looking at my feet. So, and that's where the rockets go down by your feet. So, oh, okay, okay, understood. Okay, I don't. That's need a fifteen it. foot rule. I don't need Stephen's it to look about to like. Then you go a little bit further down. I, I don't need <laughs> it to look like. Look at this sick metal thing. Like what? What is that? What down by your yeah, foot? Ste- oh, okay. Got it. No one's gonna be looking at your Steven's boots. Like, They're gonna be looking at your belt to see if you have the right. Walkman on. Exactly. Nah, I don't need that thing. Um. Send me the files. I'll print that. It's for the you. one thing you do need, dude. You're gonna get so yeah. much. Send me the files. I I can't wait to hear all the flack you get no. from DragonCon attendees, and they're like, "Cool Star Lord, where's your Walkman?" Nope. Don't. Where's care. your Sony? 
Oh, yeah, you don't have the Walkman? Where's your Zune? Yeah, it's going to oh, be like when I, the when I do Din and I don't have Grogu with me. Where's Baby Yoda? All day. I'm going to have a helmet yeah. on. Look at that. Somewhere. Oh, my goodness. Look at that, dude. dude that that fin is sick. Is so that badass. is awesome. It even, it even works dude, with the headphones. Never take that off. It works Never great. take that off. Dude, Raimi, tell us about the paint job that you did on that fin. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, so... Uh, it's the base is kind of the normal alumilester process that we would do. So it's flat black, 2K, alumilester, 2K in that order. Um, and then and then I we found and it was one of you guys that pointed me to the right thing. I think it was you, Stephen. Like so at uh, AutoZone, they sell this kind of paint. Um, ah, it's metal cast. Yeah, it's oh that's right, it's metal cast, and it was a red, basically red, and it when you sp- it's somewhat transparent, but it's also metallic. So when I sprayed it over the alumilester, uh, it just it was just perfect. So I got this kind, of, and then I black washed it, so and it, there's this part stays silver. So uh, yeah, I mean it looks I can't it, I don't I can't think of a process that I could have done on this that would have made it look more like what we see on screen. So I'm super happy with it. That's why I wanted the rest of the costume to be so good. Cause it's like, this piece is so good. I don't want the rest of it. To be bad. So good. So, we'll figure it I'm out. Look, man, I'm looking, right on. I'm seeing if I can find you. Nailed um, that part. It looks amazing. So two things, Get it. uh, recently finished three heavies that are in the box waiting to be delivered back to Jeff for, uh, Visor install and finishing. He likes to do the felt on the inside still, I think. I think that's what he's doing. He's taking care of it, whatever. And um, I also, <clears throat> today, I got the news that I uh, got approved in my Panda Baba that I, uh, uh, got from, uh, that I got from Homeboy Steven. He doesn't like you. <laughs> Welcome to the underworld. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I think I'm number 300, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I, I think you can, you guys need to confirm that for me. But um, otherwise, uh, that's pretty much it. I haven't done much this week other than that. And that's it. Okay. Cool. Joe, you working on anything? No. Nothing on the workbench? <laughs> He's just kept quiet. Nope. He just didn't say anything. Super Brent? quiet on the workbench. Now, I will say, uh, my friend, that I made the spider, I guess, not not the Spider-Man mask, but what goes on underneath the mask. I, I oh, the face shell. Week. The face shell. So yeah. that's for his son. But when he came over to try it on, the son, uh, he, he saw my the, the, the father who I've known in the military, gosh, going back to like the early 90s, literally. Um, we uh, He saw my room and he was freaking out and geeking out. And now he wants to make a biker scout nice. and uh yeah so he's he's a huge marvel star wars he's he's all into everything that we're into so he's gonna he fits right in i'm excited because he's coming towards the end of his military career and he's like dude i need an outlet i'm like bro i got you you yeah i got you (laughs) but uh but stevie i know that's your that's your build and and um john hooked me up with the i think he said um uh, WTF, uh, Waltz. Super so Factory. if you're going to get a, uh, if you're going to get a Waltz kit, I would recommend if you want to like be extra, extra, this guy's extra. Be, so yes. Okay. Put him on the, 
maybe show him the Mandalorian version of the scout, the remnant scout. Cause the Walt's trooper factory kits are the ones that they actually used on the show. Okay. That's what so I, that's, the one. that's, that's why I told him that one. I'm like, that's the screen used one for the Mando. Yeah. Yeah. So. That, that's what John said. So like, if you um, only, if you want the only that. problem with that, the only problem with that costume is that they used, uh, an EFX helmet for the scout, which is so hard to find. I'm sorry, not, get a regular... not, not hard to find, but it, it's just, they're just expensive. Mm. Uh, but you could get like an RS helmet, uh, which is okay. probably better looking in my opinion, but yeah. Yeah. Um, all good. Yeah. I'll be tapping your guy's shoulder on, uh, on tips as we guide him. And then his wife is interested in costumes as well. So, well, it's going to be fun. Just kind of working with some friends That's that awesome. are interested. Yeah. You're welcome. Welcome. Come to me. Recruiting basically. Yeah, That's what I'm doing on work, man. I'm recruiting. Come to Butthead. They're cool. Guys, I just sent Jeff the PayPal for my Paz helmet right now. Woohoo! Yep. He's like, hey, does Steven want to pay for this? And I was like, let me let him know. (laughs) No, I don't want to (laughs) pay. Yeah, I'm like, probably not. Who really wants to pay? What are the the options? And you're better off, dude. That's Honestly, that's the best dang uh, heavy... uh, resin cast i've seen around and, and model wise too i think the model's perfect if there's anybody out there who could recommend a maker for the armor the the paz Vizsla armor uh i mean i'm printed i can print it yeah i can print it but i'm just i'll help you who is the, paz, I'll help who you is the paz in anaheim let's celebrate it it's uh it's brent brent redmond brent but he print he printed it yeah. It yeah, looked amazing. Good. He did such a good job. I don't job think there's any. The, makers. the only the only version the only version that I've seen that I know of who makes a kit is Jamiroquai's. But oh. his was like a V1 kit from like 2019. And so it's pre battle damage. It's like a smooth If you want kit. the battle damage, you're going to have to print it cuz nobody's got that yet. It's just too new. Nobody's had time to make the box. I know. So, well, take my credits. When your printer's working, yeah, work your printer. Print. You got that room set up next door. Um, so a little something different on my workbench uh, this week, guys. I I worked on a three D printed uh, e bike motorcycle cover, like fuel fuel lodge cover, uh, fuselage cover uh, for a friend. Now it's coming. Uh, yeah, it was it was so let me let me give you guys a little backstory here. So there's a new e-bike company that's coming out. Uh I shouldn't say they're a new company. They're releasing a new bike in the United States. Uh they're called Wow, W A U. Wow. 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 Anytime wow. I hear "wow," I have to say that a million times. Wow! I'm glad <laughs> we all felt the same. So, so they have a new bike. It's it's it was it's 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 rad. It was uh, inspired by the Cybertruck, so it's called the Cyberbike, and it looks very angular like that. Um, and so, as instead of like a traditional bike or e-bike that's made out of like a, a steel frame, this is 
they've literally taken one giant <laughs> bike-sized block of aluminum and CNC'd the whole thing into a bike Jeez. frame. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. It's it is sexy. Uh so they had a they invited me out to Santa Monica last week and they let me do a, a test ride on it and I gave them some feedback and uh one of the other people that did a test drive dropped the bike. Oops. And when you have a one of one bike, everything on there is bespoke, 3D printed, you know, all that stuff. So the the large 3D printed fuselage that they had on the side just smashed to the ground with a hundred pounds of force of the bike right behind it, and it just shattered. And it just so happened that while I was there, we had been talking about how <laughs> like my like my my hobby is 3D printing. Uh, so later that night, they emailed me the the file. Uh, I had it printed within two days, <laughs> and I and we delivered it this morning. Nice, nice. And they're up and running, and they get to go do their YouTuber reviews and all that stuff. So shout out to them! Um, wow, 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 wow! Did you tell them that we're the number one uh, podcast, TV, TV in movie Norway? review in pot in Norway? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's a good Norway accent? In Norway. Wait, is it Norway? So. No, Dude, you're no. going to offend all six of our yeah. listeners in and Norway. Dude, so. the, the, they're the, happy right now. The best now. part and about that is We met some of them the, in London. This is we? true. The uh, per- yeah. They love the, us. Yeah. The person that dropped that bike, too, they're all, okay, thank you. You can go home now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your your feedback is appreciated. Thanks. But it was really cool. Um, it's, it's always, like, nice to to see the enthusiasm of a new startup company and like the, you know, the re it kind of like reminds me like when we get costumers who are first getting into costuming and they just, there's, there's that certain, uh, je ne sais quoi, that certain, certain croissant. Wow. Uh, <laughs> there's that certain thing that they have, you know, just that energy, that sparkle in their eye. Um, when you're building a new costume or starting a new company. So it's kind of cool. Wow. So, wow. so they're sending you five free e-bikes, right? Yeah. So, so what you're <laughs> saying is what I heard. Bikes is what you're saying. They're, they're indie. They're in, they have an Indiegogo that's starting July 25th. How much month. are there? Are the models? They haven't released prices yet. They look yet, expensive. But I, <laughs> I would imagine, I would imagine that if it's crafted out of a single piece of aluminum. That's lofty. Oh, and the, the coolest thing on the bike, the whole bike's RGB. So, like, the frames, like, the bike frame and stuff, it has, like, built-in lights, and like, a lightsaber wood. Wow. It's really cool. I'll show you guys later. Yeah, yeah. Steven, it's aluminum. Come yeah. on, bro. Wow. Aluminum. Come wow. Wee wee. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Raimi. Hey, Raimi. What? <laughs> Being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. He's right there, Stephen. He's right I'm, there. I'm right here. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I say, hey, Raimi. You say what? I know. Then- I know. I was trying to mix it up, and it just fell flat. I just... <laughs> we, we do this dance every week, and just, you know, I was trying to, trying to, trying to introduce a little spice in, in the life there, Stephen. <laughs> so...
a little bit of we'll start out with a little bit of Pedro Pascal news. So um, Pedro has signed on to star in Zach Krieger's new movie titled Weapons. Um, details about the story are vague, but it's been described as an interrelated multi-story horror epic that tonally is in the vein of Magnolia, which was a, uh, a 1999 um, actor cram showcase from from filmmaker uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. So I don't know anything about this, but this is another project. So uh, part of the reason, other than it being Pedro, is just it'll be interesting to see what the, how the filming schedule of this um, intertwines with the work on Mandalorian season four. Although I would predict that with everything that he's got going on, I, really the voiceover he just needs time in the sound booth to come in and do voice so i don't think it's that big of an i don't think mando's ever gonna take his helmet off again with how well it worked for season three i agree i agree at least i mean it it will need to be meaningful if they do it again so pedro um, and they're looking to begin shooting yeah they're looking (laughs) to begin shooting um of that film in the fall um in the meantime pascal's gearing up to go into production on uh, the gladiator sequel for ridley scott i told you guys there was a sequel to that Hmm. Yeah, you guys all thought I was high. <laughs> so, so he is now associated with that. I don't know what his role is, or if it's the lead or, or supporting role or anything, but uh, but he'll be in that. So, um, unfortunately, it, though, it's not the time. It's not the original script where Maximus time travels to the 1940s. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I expect that this will actually. The, the film work that he's doing is going to impact his work on season two of the last of us more than it will the Mandalorian since he's obviously not wearing a helmet for that one. So, um, a soak a little bit of a soak news. So a, a lot of these, uh, the next stories kind of all dovetail into each other because, uh, Empire Magazine's got a big 20 page, uh, spread on star Wars in general, um, coming up in their summer issue. So, uh, Filoni was taught in the cast did an interview and they were talking about, uh, Ahsoka and Thrawn. So, uh, in the, in the modern Thrawn canon novels, you know, Thrawn's sort of set up as, as an anti-hero. He's not really set up as the bad guy, like it, the books about him. So you don't really want to vision him as, as this bad guy, but Filoni had this to say about Thrawn and how he is portrayed in Ahsoka. Um, and presumably if he's involved in the film that the Filoni's working on in that. So he says, he's definitely the bad guy in the new Republic era. In my eyes, when Timothy Zahn wrote heir to the empire, Thrawn became this very iconic villain because he was different than anything we'd seen before. He wasn't another helmet wearing lightsaber wielding bad guy. You know, there's a lot to pull to make characters that are like Vader because it's so iconic, but the boldness that Tim had was to make somebody that wasn't like that, that didn't have these abilities, but could fight in a different way in the world, in the words, star Wars, the war part of it, him being a grand admiral, a leader, a military strategist, a Moriarty archetype, someone that will outthink you, out strategize you. That really resonated. He's a critical player in this time period. We're fortunate to have the, that character and fortunate to have Lars Mikkelsen playing him. So also in Ahsoka news. So on that same article, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead was describing sort of the constant thread that the show has around um, the notion of found family saying that it's, it's the through line of the show, the strength that they need to get through what they're facing requires them to come back together and redefine that family. And then Rosario Dawson added, the immediate connection between them is such a strength because you trust that there's history there. You feel it for the, for the ones that have been anticipating this story to go on for a long time, they're going to feel really happy. So again, I mean, this is essentially a live action continuation of Rebels, which Rebels. is what a lot of fans have been asking for. So um, 
in that same Empire Magazine article, uh, Kathleen Kennedy was asked about uh, kind of the many ongoing projects that we've heard about, but don't really have any update on uh, recently. So when she was asked about working with uh, Ryan Johnson, she said, Ryan and I talk all the time. He just keeps getting more and more successful and it keeps moving things back further and further. One day we'll figure it out. So that's relative to his his film project that's been rumored for a long time. Uh, Lando and Rogue Squadron, which were both announced on Disney's Investor Day back in 2020, um, along with the other project called A Droid Story, which we haven't heard anything about since then. Um, and while we've heard quite a bit about Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron ups and downs, um, we haven't really heard much about Lando. Um, back at the time, the only name attached to Lando other than Donald Glover was Justin uh, Simeon, who had previously worked on uh, Dear White People. Since then, Simeon moved on to direct Disney's latest Haunted Mansion film, which uh, is, comes out this July. And then he's also signed on to direct uh, Flashdance reboot, of all things, and a documentary series with Forrest Whitaker. So it's unclear whether he's still attached to the project or not. But but Kathleen Kennedy had this to say about both Rogue Squadron and Lando. She says, Lando is still on the books and Rogue Squadron is still on the books. We want them to be great. So, you know, she's saying, listen, if it takes us longer to make sure that these are the quality that we want, we're happy to let it take longer. That's just how it goes. Um, and since Clayton's got his Acolyte shirt on, we can talk a little bit about some Acolyte news. Uh, that's right. So there's only a couple weeks worth of filming, but a full year's worth of post-production to do still on the film. So showrunner uh, Leslie Headland revealed that her original pitch to Kathleen Kennedy for Acolyte was simply frozen meets Kill Bill. Uh, but recently she added, I want to take that revisionist version of female villains that you see in a fairy tale media and tell it through that lens. So she, she went on to say she, had, she insisted the focus will be on female villains, which for her hit especially close to home by saying, when I was a young queer girl, I was just hanging out with Ursula and the sea, the sea witch from The Little Mermaid. As a queer girl growing up, if you don't identify with the heroes and the villains show up and they're all queer coded, like you're like, yes, that's me. As a queer filmmaker, you're going to see some camp inevitably, but I would say that tonally our references are darker. So the series takes place a hundred years before Phantom Menace. We knew that. And the, the, it's this, we're going to see the Sith starting to in, infiltrate the Jedi Order. And the Jedi are completely blindsided. They don't know this is coming. So the series is going to explore exactly how that happens. And the, the plot thread that, that Hedlund uses is, is an investigation. It's almost like a crime drama kind of theme. Um, an investigation of a series of mysterious crimes that's kicked off when a former Padawan um, which is series lead Amanda Stenberg uh, reunites with her former master, which is uh, Lee, Lee Jung Jae. So now some of this detail, like I, I want to say that they must have talked about this. I didn't get to go to the Acolyte panel in London, so I'm going to say they probably talked more in detail about this. So I don't know how much of this is news, but some of this was new to me. It says uh, the world of the Acolyte is populated by a vast array of Jedi characters, which was also kind of the problem for them. We start with Stenberg's character, who Hedlund described to Empire as Joan of Arc Meek's uh, Gogo Yubari, which is the historical character and the 17-year-old character from Kill Bill, respectively. Um, Stenberg added that the, the character has clay-rolled dreadlocks, which is a North African uh, reference, in the territory of what we... we had been revealed before, but again, this was news to me. We, we also have Char Charlie Barnett as a Jedi Knight, Dean Charles Chapman as a Jedi with supposedly great hair. I'm not sure why the article referenced that, but we're, we'll find out. Uh, Daphne Keene as a, as a Thelon, half alien, half human Jedi, who Keene described as David Bowie meets Star Wars. So I'm interested in that one. <laughs> um, said They said, I have a little mullet. I have horns. It's cute. So uh, we knew that uh, Jonas uh, Suotamo, 
uh, is a Wookiee Jedi. Jody Tur- Turner Smith is a Force user who's neither Sith nor Jedi. And then finally, Manny Jacinto, uh, just as a regular guy who gets swept up in this Jedi business. And uh, and then uh, we've also got uh, Rebecca Henderson as a fan favorite. Uh, Vernestro Ruo, I don't know how to say this, too many vowels in this word, um, who made a splash in the High Republic Phase 1 books. Um, so that I, I, and Clayton, maybe in your work on the book, does... Did you get you work, didn't work on the uh, High Republic era, but no. this Ver, Vernestra R W O H. I'm not even sure how to pronounce that, but apparently that's a character that was in the High Republic. So, well, so there's a confirmation right there that we've got a name from a character in the High Republic that's actually going to be a character in making the jump into live action in Acolyte. And I will say, out of all the Star Wars footage uh, that they showed in London, uh, the Acolyte got me got me most excited. It it looks great. Yeah. And then the last thing I have here is another quote from uh, Headland. Uh, she says, when you're doing something completely original like we are, you want to question the status quo of the era that you live in. What I think is so interesting right now is that everybody thinks they're right. The Jedi really think they're right. And George Lucas tells us that they're wrong in Phantom Menace. They missed a huge aspect of the dark side rising. They just felt like that just felt like fertile ground to look into what's going on for for us all right now. Mm-hmm. So, so you know when when we hear the the Jedi Council talking about uh, you know they're they're surprised that that this has snuck up on them. We're going to see kind of how things broke down and how that started to play out. So that's interesting. Oh, I wonder if we get to see Yoda. You would think, Acolyte, right? right? He's around. I mean, he's he's there. Mm. He's what, like that, 700 mm. years old or something at that point? <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean he's ages. The, the Acolyte stuff, none of that was, um, it was the panel only, right? And like none of it's been released? As far as I know, no. And I and I don't think, at least I haven't seen it leaked out anywhere. Um, right. It was kind of a teasery sort of uh Clipper yeah. that they put together because again they're still they were still shooting so they had kind of pulled pulled some highlights and added some effects and stuff and uh but but as 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 the overall look of a series it was spectacular i mean it, it looked great um just a couple more articles here in the news um one little bit on andor and this one's quick um so we already knew the andor season two it's 12 episodes um set to have four individual three episode arcs um with one year between each arc uh, but what we now know is that the final arc literally encompasses the three days leading up into rogue one oh, nice so it's so so the show is literally going to lead straight into you'll be able to watch those last three episodes and then start Rogue One, and it is all just and one that's thing. The same way Rogue One leads right into A New Hope, like yep. yeah, dude. seamlessly. I Come like on, that. Gilroy yeah. is Marathon. Yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. This is where we get depend undergarments, and you just, like, <laughs> <laughs> you just put it, just binge it. Just binge it's on it Disney Plus, dude. You can pause. Don't move. You can go to the back. no, yeah, no, Brian, you don't pause. <laughs> we're, the, dude, we're the dad batch. Awesome. We already have depends. <laughs> Yeah, oh, well, at three, three out of the five. <laughs> Wait, you, you which, got which one? Which side yes. am I? I mean, it's yes, the top right. row. I you're mean, on this side. You know what I mean? You're on this side. You guys are all the bottom over club up here. You know what I mean? Like Stephen and John are in a different class. We had Ben Gay last episode. Yeah, <laughs> can we get that out? Or is that, I got that somewhere. <laughs> 
So the, the last little bit of news, and, and I'm actually interested because I know, Clayton, you covered uh, this uh, with scripts, uh, your, your day job, right? So um, the, the Hollywood writer strike, so a little bit of relevant news. So Tony Gilroy, um, who had previously honored the writer's portion of the strike by stopping his writing duties on Andor, um, which arguably the writing on paper should have long since been done. Um, but but he has also now, as of as either late yesterday or today, he's he's ceased all producing activities as well. So um, and that's just kind of in solidarity with, which is we're seeing a lot of you know the other unions are honoring the writer strike by also kind of stopping production. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know I, I know that um, the scripts are may, may be technically done. Uh, although I know that he Tony Gilroy was supposed to appear at a uh, screening, an Andor screening on the Disney lot. This was maybe two or three days before. Might have actually been the Monday night before they went on strike, and he did not show up to that, presumably because he was writing writing the rest of these uh, these episodes. But but again, like you know, I, I talked to dozens of writers and sort of got a little more insight into just how shows and 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 movies work when it comes to the writing and and it is a constant ongoing um process i mean the the things need to be rewritten for a, a variety of reasons um uh, over the course of of shooting something so um i would be uh, I, I would think that he would even want to sort of step back and have everything kind of come to a halt just so they can wait to do it and do it right once everything gets uh, ironed out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I can't imagine, you know, as a creator, I would be, uh, yeah, it, it would, I, I would think it would be incredibly frustrating to sit there and watch knowing that something needs to be changed or that you could make it better in the moment and not being able to because of the strike. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so, so I, I assume he's probably happy to wait and, uh, everybody's happy to wait and, and make sure they get the best, the best story in the end. Yeah, for sure. Takes a village. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of the news. And I think that also brings us kind of, we, you've got, uh, pressing, pressing duties calling, right? I, I right, do, right. I do have to, I do have to jump back into it, but, uh, Thank you for so, having me on. This was amazing. Yeah, and thank you. And thanks we'll for, remind thank everybody to go check out check out your book, Star Wars Timelines. Yeah, so Star Wars Timelines. I found I found it at Barnes and Noble. I walked right in, and it was sitting there. So I have excellent. it open. I'm about to hit order. So oh, <laughs> excellent, great, yeah. And uh, yeah, check us out on on Scripps News every once in a while. Cool. And uh, yeah, I'll, we'll come back and we'll do this again soon. And- and let's work. Yeah. Let's work on a TK for you. We can. We can yes. make that happen. That's I mean, right. These guys yeah. all can. They're in Southern. That's Hill. what I got I mean, out of this whole thing. I'll just support you're them. A TK. You're making a TK, and we recorded it, so it's. That. Oh, and you we so we can we can help you build the and you can document we can it. And do it can, we can do it as a as a story for sure. Yeah, because I don't exactly. I don't want to do the thing where you just like buy everything and have somebody do it for you. My my no. I understand the ethos of doing this is putting in the work to actually to actually do it and that that sort of it's much more rewarding i think you can way. you can do it too especially with help it, it's really like oh yeah. yeah people always ask me like oh you know how do you build this whatever and I go it can a, a stormtrooper is like building a model i'm you all thumbs, you're a yeah, kid like- you build a model car a model plane a model star wars ship building it's mm-hmm. a stormtrooper is not that much different it's just on a bigger scale 
So sweet. You, you right, the same it. It's the same <laughs> I think you would find it. Thanks, fun. Clayton. Have a good let's one. Let's do it. Yeah. Clayton, Thanks uh, for having me, guys. Before, yeah. before you leave, Clayton, uh, let the listeners know where they can find you. Yeah, so you can watch us on uh, Scripps News. We're all around the country streaming all your all your favorite streaming services or scriptsnews.com. Uh, I'm also on Twitter for the time being until it implodes, at Clayton <laughs> underscore Sandell, uh, and on Instagram, uh, at Clayton Sandell, no spaces or anything. So one of those places you should be able to track me down. Awesome. Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you thank again you for coming so on with us. Thanks, gents. Good luck. All right. Thanks. May the force right. be with you. Thank you. May the force be with you. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Why did you make me do this? I guess you have a choice. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? My father. He go toilet on my hands. Oh my God. Urine is oh 35 God. degrees Celsius. Oh Staves God. off the frostbite. How is this relevant? You know, fathers. This week, I, I chose something random that I happened to catch on Amazon Prime. It's called Crazy Samurai 400 versus 1. And it's basically a one-take... 77 minute long battle between one dude and 400 other it's Mushashi men. Mushashi who's like the greatest samurai ever and I was the Is first one was... to watch this too by the way I would like yeah to you were the first one stake that for the record I was the first well one I started it yesterday and then um I didn't continue until today yeah I had a four hour drive this morning and I had it on while it was yeah so let, let let's talk about that. So did, who who caught that? I know Brian did. Joe did. Oh, I think we all watched. Did it. Did you watch it, yeah. Amy? Unfortunately, I I deserve the right to go first since I watched it first. I I, I didn't, but I saw a screenshot and I was told can it was I, very repetitive. So I'm going to assume can that I, I go saw first? it. If you right, saw, can I go first? if you saw right, hold a on, screenshot, Brian, hold on. multiply <laughs> that by however many seconds. Let's live. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So hold on. Okay. So Brian, go ahead. You you can tell me what you thought first. Go ahead. Well done set it up you, you well i want to set it up yeah so, so i mean le- like you've just heard everyone sort of say it is a bit redundant there is a lot of the because there's only so many so moves but let's bit. let's hold on there's some there's the history that i read of it that this was filmed in 2008 okay or 2007 no 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 that whole scene was filmed in like 2008 the fight and scene. it sat dormant the fight scene the, the, okay. the 70 there's there's two fight scenes though I, yeah Hold yes on. but the 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 long one which is one cut yes right so it's it's right. a 77 yes. minute fight scene that's one take there's no edits through the whole thing that was filmed in 2008 and it sat dormant and through a kickstarter campaign they raised some money in 2020 <laughs> 2021 yeah because it's point? 2021 when it came out again yeah um they Kickstarter raised the money. They added the CGI effects and then filmed some extra scenes. So oh, great so, CGI. No, no, no. So listen. So the, the, the movie blood. starts with like a backstory. You know, they, they kind of explain who, who there's this kid yes. and this old man, and they're kind of going through it. And then all of a sudden, it jumps to <laughs> this fight scene. It just starts. The dude shows yeah. up, and they're like, "There he is. Let's kill him." You know, and go ahead. So. I love me some samurai <laughs> movies. If you've seen 13 Assassins, which we'll have to talk about at some point in time, that is an amazing movie. Like we'll do that I, I will say, 
the the <laughs> dude, Rami's cat. What do you mean? Rami's cat. What's up can with your you, cat, dude? Can you barbecue one of those? Like, what's going on? No. Sorry, I meant to um, have it muted. I no. I was just... The 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 concept of it is is beautiful. The the single take shot is is awesome. The, the costumes, the accuracy is. You know, I'm a Japanese connoisseur, samurai connoisseur. Um, I, I thought it was beautiful. I thought the camera angles were awesome. One guy fighting 400 people. Um, it, he killed people three different ways. It was right. either a overhead chop to the top of the head. Yeah, yeah. Or it was Slice them to the gut. running at them, running at him with his with their arms over their sword over their head, running straight at him, and he would just slice. Right in their uh, stomach. There was one other way to, I can't remember, but those two were like, <laughs> so he killed about 300 people in that same way. So about 15 minutes in, you're like, uh, I mean, there's Do 10 you, dudes behind him. Just let me add to that. Let me add to that. Hold on. Yeah. Hold, hold on. I would say probably traditional Japanese samurai fighting. It's probably very one-on-one. It's not, you know, they're not going to stab you in the back because that's not respectful. Um, but okay. And one other thing, when it started raining, did you notice <laughs> it only rained over like a circle? <laughs> yeah. The rain machine is like over. It's them just a shower head, right? You can see it in the back. It's dry. <laughs> Some dude off camera. So let, me, let me add to the to the fight commentary. I also noticed the same four or five guys were always at the front line, like the same yes. dude. In the same clothes, with the same exact stance and face, would would, would basically f- engage, die, kind of crawl out of out of the you know out of the yes. scene, and they run off. He'd run off. That was it. He one way, and he'd he would, be ready again. To- <laughs> he would gut him. He would gut him, and they would like stumble they would off crawl off. And that's another thing I noticed. Every single person in the first hour doesn't die and, and just stay there. They all crawl <laughs> off. Because they're all peeling back in yes. to join the fight again, which is so. Even though it was one against four hundred, it was really one against maybe like, yeah. eight, and it was just the same eight like over and over and 20, over. And then only yeah. ten of them actually fight, and the rest are kind of in the background, but, looking menacing. But but I will say when he fights the like quote unquote bosses, like when he comes the boss fights, you guys that are like the boss fights, like those are sick after the fight in the rain is sick, even though it's underneath the shower head. Um, the, <laughs> the, the, um, uh, and then, and then when it fast forwards to the new scene, which all of a sudden like, wow, they're fighting is so much more dynamic. <laughs> it's, because it's, because that's eight years it's, later. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, I appreciated the concept and where they were going with it. I, I think there was too many just like, come on like parts in it to make me want to keep it i'm not disappointed i watched it i watched it while i was driving which means i have paid attention to it um and it was nice because there was no there was no there was no because i watched it in japanese but there was they didn't talk at all right i put subtitles on and like by three quarters of the movie there's no there's no uh dialogue Yes, I think Just if you are limited and, uh, on time and you want to watch a 
samurai movie, I would recommend 13 Assassins over this. Yeah, but No, this is the type of movie. I'm not disappointed I watch it. You can watch this like as a background thing. Like I, I was like taping yes. up helmets today and getting them ready to paint. And I have this on. And like you don't miss anything because he'll fight and, and you're, you're watching it. And it's the same move. And then you can look down <laughs> and look back up. And it's the same move. And, and he pauses for a minute. He'll like wipe his hair out of his face or like the sweat. And then they'll go Drink again. Water. Yeah, they'll stand up like this for a minute, so, and then just belly slices for half an hour. I, I tell the the single shot thing, though. I mean that it, yeah, the single shot, the accuracy of the costumes and how they looked, I would say is is phenomenal. And, and the so. dude is exhausted by the end. You can see him like huffing and puffing. I want to know how they got dirt and blood on him and stuff because that—that's what I was wondering too. I'm like, they didn't cut. It, it's the same. And how about like his maybe, break? How about his break? When the guy runs off screen, he's putting some jam on his arm, him. and then he rubs him. That's in a fight. It just keeps adding more and more. It's just no, weathering. All of a sudden, and, he's and got like blood, and, and you know, he's like he's yeah. hurt. His arm is hurt at one point. I do his like leg the, is hurt at one point. I want to know. I literally, while I was watching it, there's the part where he kind of takes a break. Right where he like <laughs> so he, he drinks water, he got some water. And those, no, 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 no. But he runs off, and then like two dudes start arguing. Like two of the bad guys start arguing, and he disappears for a while. I'm like, what's he doing? Is he drinking a protein shake? Is he yeah, eating he's some sushi. Like, what's, his, what's he doing? <laughs> like, the craft service is getting something to drink. <laughs> eating a sandwich, sitting down. Yeah, this reminded me. The reason why I guess why I was not impressed is because I have two boys. And I just remember when they were like seven and ten with two sticks. You've seen these moves before. Just beating the crap out of each other for not 77 minutes, but like 77 hours nonstop. <laughs> and then and then come to find out, oh, one of them was recording it the whole time. Hey dad, check out this check out this movie that we made. And it's the same thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, boys. So like, you saw the prequel. Wow, cool. Oh yeah, I saw the making of it. You I saw, saw that behind it. the scenes, basically. Right. Behind the scenes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then the the, the other move so is I the, can't get that time back. The circular, ding. No, that was the, no. There was two. There was two. I know that the two specific, or, or just the blocking, because he would just block, block to block, the head, block. where he would hit the guy in the head, and a little bit of blood would come out, and then it was. The <laughs> it's gut, like a the gut cut. Yeah, I mean, there was moments where there'd be like. 20 dudes would run at him in single file stomach <laughs> stomach, stomach stomach the one time the one time i was excited was when the little boy looks up at a butterfly oh. and the ninja comes out of a tree and slices him right in his head i'm like yes the that was my one the same moment in the moment that was my one yes no, it, and then the rest went downhill it fast forward that was seven me. years forward when he was older and those dudes jumped him and he murked all of them and it was like it was like an avengers movie he was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. any anyone else want to share their that. thoughts i can't get that time um get i'd like time, to though. delete this from the hard drive <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, it's taking up too much gig. I'm, d- I'm gonna can keep it. I'd like to delete solely. it. I'd like to delete it from my memory. Uh, yeah. So can I wreck? Halfway through, I was almost gonna tell all you guys to like forget about it, just because I no no of the redundancy. I, I think this is good because usually it's always like home runs or like I talk crap on a bunch of stuff, but I will use this moment to make a recommendation. 13 assassins which i believe is on netflix <laughs> yeah don't watch this watch what brian is recommending very r-rated um it's extremely oh is boring. it on netflix i think it's on netflix it's 13, called 13 assassins, assassins. 
Okay. It's very good. It's ve- there's one like really disturbing part, but it's like quick. But um, if you oh, want to cool. see 13 samurai take on 400 people and not do the same two is moves, it, is it 400 to one? I don't know, dude. It's a lot. Well, it's 13 assassins versus a bunch. It's very, very good. So I highly recommend the 13 assassins. Is it the number 13 see, or the word 13? Positive the number 13. Okay. Is it on Netflix? Do you see it? I'm gonna, I'm still I was still looking through that. Uh through four hundred first one. Make ten men feel like a hundred. I will As tell you it is it is amazing. So is it possible to get negative rotten tomatoes? But see, look, see, look, look at this. We come out of Hunter's Green Hard Drive, tomatoes. kind of pooping on a video on a movie, and we're <laughs> recommending something to replace it. So there you no, go. No, well lemons I, I'm keeping it because I like the concept. And sure. although the execution fell a bit short, I commend the concept. The idea. Yes. yes. The you cinematography was, like? was, it was like It was like watching a first like first player video game. Yes. It was. Yeah. Like you're just going through the stages. Yeah. What was that movie? Like what was that kill. game called? That, yeah. that samurai game? Ninja Gaiden? Ghost of... A ghost no, of ghost of Steven, it's like you're watching you're, you're watching a video game, but there's a glitch because you keep seeing the same thing over and over again. Hey, it's not on Netflix. <laughs> uh, they only, it's like they only rendered six assassins, <laughs> and they're <laughs> they yeah, they keep coming back. Brian, that, that movie's scenes, not on Netflix. It's not. All right, look it up though. It's somewhere. It's on something. Thirteen assassins. Thirteen assassins. Um, oh, I, I just I still want to know when homie took a break. What did he do? Did he sit down? Did he get foot massage? Got some cream. Got some cream. Have a shake. Do you have a Coca Cola? What did he? Some Rushi. He got some Rushi real quick. Some Rushi. Which is which is a short for rushed sushi for those who. Let me tell you. I think this is one of the best Hunter's hard drives ever. (laughs) For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. (laughs) So a couple weeks back. Uh, on inst- on the grams uh, on my stories is how I basically I like to connect with a lot of the, f- the people the followers of the Bad Batch and, and the Dad Batch I should man say. of the people the people right and so asked a question hey what questions do you have and I have some they, there were there were about twenty really good questions and I pulled I kept a few more and so I want to ask this group some of these questions I got three lined up we don't have to go through all three let's start with an easy one a super easy one favorite meal choice. For the space daddies, quote. And like, that came from too tall underscore seventy six. I already know Stevens. Guessing sushi. Dude, easy sushi. <laughs> uh, Duh. I'm torn between two. I love sushi and I also love Korean barbecue. How so much those, do you love Korean barbecue, John? Like this how much, much? This much. Check out that tattoo. He's <laughs> got So when I first met John. We were talking about Korean barbecue or something. I don't even remember what it was. It was just yeah, kind of it was at, oh, it was at Kevin's uh, sale, wasn't it? Kevin the, uh, Weir sale or something yeah, like that. The, and you're like, oh, dude, I love Korean barbecue. And you're like, look, look, and you have a tattoo of it on your arm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I like it a lot. It's very very yummy. And I grew up uh, when I grew up. I grew up with uh, one of my best friends was Korean, so we used to eat a lot of Korean food. Like after school, I'd go to his house and eat uh, tteokbokki and and oh, uh, dude, dude, have you had dogi. kimchi pancakes? No, I've had I it all. Not. I've had I it all. Not. Ooh, bro. Well, yeah, you yeah, yeah. kimchi pancakes. Yeah. Well, well, I haven't had kimchi pancakes, but we ate a lot of uh, other Korean treats, and I'm a big fan. 
Mm. So those two, sushi and Korean barbecue. Brian, what's your jam besides whiskey? Because <laughs> that doesn't count as a meal. Um, <laughs> dang, I pick one thing. What's your favorite? What's your go-to? Okay, what's your comfort food? When you're like, man, this is a crappy week. I want to like kind of just, just get get connected. Peanuts. <laughs> Oof. Peanuts. That's what I was eating earlier. Peanuts. Thing to and say. okay, when I roasted, when I drive to Virginia, salted. when I drive to Virginia for work, they have delicious peanuts in Virginia. Just so you guys know, like the boiled they ones a, that you eat and you they just have put a shell? snap to them, a freshness that you wouldn't believe. Um, but aside that, I'd say. Ramen. I love ramen. And we don't have it really here. I got to go to Charlotte for it, which is 40 minutes away. Dude, ramen is like legit, you know, midnight snack. I'm with you on that. I mean, I just lump it in with Japanese food in general. Give me sure. Japanese food. I'm happy camper. <laughs> Rainy. What's your, what's your um, So uh, torn between two choices. So on one hand, it would be uh, Thai food. So I like Thai food. And then on the other end of the spectrum, um, Give me a good kind of southern barbecue joint. Um, I travel to Atlanta for work a lot, and there's a barbecue place there that I will literally every time I go there, I will go there at least once. Um, I know I know my route. I've got it memorized from the airport into the into Fox Brothers Barbecue, and then on up to the hotel from there. So, yeah, Texas it is Texas style. style. Yeah, it North is Texas Carolina. style. Okay. Mm-hmm. When when we go to Dragon Con, we're going to go, Brian. Yes, next year. Next oh. next year. I was f- serious Wait FOMO this year. So we yeah. okay. Uh, before Tech goes <laughs> about his food, it are we doing? To taken, yeah, it seems to have taken go. on a life of its own. We, I think we we next said year, it here, and then it got mentioned it. on a Facebook post, and it's just taken off. So I think when is that? It's next, it's, next it's, week. It just happened. When is that? Like this yeah, it was weekend. last weekend. So so it so it's next year at this time. Where's that at? Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia, Atlanta, Joe. It's, it's, hot. it's a huge it's a huge party. It's yeah. like a like, there's like a pool, right? Is that or is that something else? It's it, there's just it's multiple yeah. hotels. Dude, I'm only wearing nothing. I'm gonna wear a TK and that's it. I ain't wearing nothing else. Because it's tech with no undersuit. Let's do it. TK's <sighs> dude. I'm already in a bikini. What are you talking about? All right. Uh sushi bro. Sushi all day long. Sashimi, sushi, kama, Japanese. All day with a mm. good Japanese beer, crispy. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. some Sapporo, Cold, nice with a dry beer. ice in it, mm. like a little crystallized. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. Okay, now here's a really good question, tough question. Should make a food, but podcast. good one that's deep. And this came from Mag underscore Pie Girl. Um, things you do to push yourself out of a rut. And I'm 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 assuming this is, has to do with like building, maybe being creative. Um, it could be it could be even work related. Maybe you're just in that in that weekly funk, and you're like, "Man, what's going on?" So with that, what do you do? Uh, I'll go. I I say don't force it. You know what I mean? Maybe you just need you need like with anything, you need to just take a break. Because sometimes if you force it, depends on what it is. But yeah. generally, yeah. you just kind of give yourself a step back. Taking a Come step back, back is later. good. Taking a step back is good. I usually look for uh, influence like through my peers, like you guys or people I follow on Instagram if I'm not feeling so creative. Usually for props. Like work, I do it because I have to do it and there's no way out of it. But uh, right. like prop stuff, like that you're like, Ugh, I don't want to paint this or like I'm not feeling it. 
and and I'll get in a rut like that. It happens, and yeah, I look at like you guys, or what are you guys working on, or or like some other people I follow on Instagram, like like dang, that looks so good. Like all right, I gotta you know, like I want to do something now, you know, and that's that's how I get motivated. I I try and have multiple things that I could work on. That way I can move from one thing to another and, mm. and odds are they're at, each thing is at a different stage. So one of them might need painting, one of them might need sanding, I might need to sew. And so I can kind of bounce around between a few different projects at a time to to break it up. And if I'm not feeling one, I'll just work on something else instead. Ramey, do you, do you think there's always something that's being worked on because, because you have so much going on? Or is there ever like a time where like, no, like for this month, I'm not doing anything <sighs> at all. I'm focusing on other things. I... I almost, I, I have something going on constantly. That's kind of my, my, my <laughs> nervous fidget is to have some kind of project that I'm working on. And so I, yeah. there's always something. And if I'm not, honestly, if I'm not working on it, I start to get twitchy. So, um, mm. but again, I like my, my workbench has got probably four, four entirely unrelated projects sitting on it in various, various <laughs> stages of, of mess. So. Steven. Um, you know, I find I, I actually went through this exact thing like during uh, uh, 2020, like isolation, mm. because like there was just I had nothing to work on because there was nothing was, going on. There was no point. Yeah. No troops. Um, no. So I went in. I went in the garage and I was just like um, I, there was a um, a scout trooper, um, a biker scout thermal detonator that goes on the back of the belt. And it's like the most basic piece of, of kit you could work on. It's literally just like a, a plastic ABS plastic um, shell that goes onto a hose with two end caps. Right. But right. all I had to do on it was, and it, and it sat on my workbench for at, at that point, at least three or four years. Oh man. And years. And so I just, <laughs> I just grabbed, you know, and I was in this, I was in that rut of, you know, not seeing all my friends and, there was just no motivational, you know, juices flowing. And so I just started cutting that piece and started gluing and, and it, you know, I had the thing done probably 15 minutes, but when I saw the completed piece sitting on the bench, you know, it, it just, it was like almost looking back at me, Ooh. you know, just yeah. like saying, Hey, like, you know, keep going, keep going. Yeah. And, and that little thing. Just that Forget little, yeah, just that Don't little piece you. just kind of fed into some, <laughs> sometimes that's all you need. Like one little, th like you don't have yeah. to work on a full kit and like, cause that's daunting on its own, but if you can <laughs> the work brown on, box that's sitting just, behind yeah. Ramey. But if you can work on one thing and then you build up from there, cause now you're motivated or, you know, at least like, Hey, this looks awesome. Keep mm -hmm. it going, you know? So yeah, I, I get that Steven. I feel you. On the flip side too, though, it's like you guys, I mean, and not necessarily you guys like in particular, but just, um, different friend groups and, and build groups and having, having the, the motivational support of like, Hey, what are you guys working on? I mean, like we talked about in workbench earlier, I, I almost got kind of in a rut. I got discouraged that I didn't get to work on anything this week, but hearing you guys, complete all your stuff and seeing Ramey bust out a completed um, echo arm for his microphone. <laughs> it's, it's got me motivated. Oh, I want to get in the garage so tonight. You know, that thing is amazing. 
little fire puncher. Kudos. Everyone. I'm looking at my little tech glasses, and there's there's a little tech tear looking at your Echo arm. It's like it's beautiful. Very nice. We all put our own personal spin on ours, so I'm I'm anxious to see. <laughs> I'm what, gonna redo. I want to see what rec, what Wrecker's <laughs> gonna do now. You need like a little you need like a little bandana around yours, Sean. That's not a bad idea, but I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do chrome, uh, not gold. I guess I don't know. We'll see. I might paint that too. Who knows? Wrecker Re- needs a um, a Lula a gonk droid hanging off his mic. Like a big or just, droid. just like paint the uh, the doll with an arm sticking out, pushing it up overhead presses. Yeah. You'll see. <laughs> oh, 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 wow! Challenge. Now you have to deliver. Challenge. I was just going. I just wanted to go last so I could wreck all you guys. No, oh, <laughs> nice. I'm repainting. Let's blow so. some stuff up. Sometimes I just want to blow stuff up. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Joe, do you have one? Joe, do you have another question? That, that was it for now, man. But uh, but those questions came from Magpie Girl, Sword of Khalees, and Total underscore 76. Oh, yeah. I think this other one is 3D printing armor oh, worth BK? it. BK? BK's question? That BK, was, oh, BK yeah. question, yeah. yeah. Nice. Save that one. We'll Shout save that one BK. for another, another show. Yeah. Another show. That's a full show, yeah, on that one. Yeah. Word. Yeah. BK in the house. Yep. She's awesome. That was awesome. Thank you, Joe. Yippers. Echo in here? Yes. What? I'm Echo. <laughs> what? I love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, is oh that the intro God. for our new segment, is, Steven? Man. What was Hold on, that? hold on, hold on. Oh. Is there an Echo in here? Yes. What? I'm Echo. Love that. It worked better than I thought it would. (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) Okay, so this is our new segment, Bad Dad Jokes. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know if anyone else did the homework. I mentioned this the other day. I thought this was a joke. Oh, I forgot. I've got one. All right, so I... These have to be clean. Uh, have to be clean, right? No, I'd say not necessarily. So I've got. I mean, mine. I mean, mine's yeah. borderline. So we'll go from there. <laughs> so I'll start us off. Okay, guys. So why was Darth Vader referred to as Lord Vader? I don't know, Remy. Why? Because every time they called him Master Vader, the stormtroopers <laughs> giggled. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Yes. What? I'm Echo. That's it. I think that's all we get for tonight. That's it. That's it. That's it. Steven, just just get that sound of intro sound. That's like. Yeah, but now you need to make four more because whoever tells a joke. It plays out with their... Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was good, baby. I liked it. Damn, that was a good one. That's pretty this good. Isn't a, this isn't a dad joke thing, but someone sent me like a gift that was like, you've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but this is the new thing, and it's Darth Vader sitting on a potato. Vader on a tater. <laughs> on a tater. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I, I love that sound dude. slap at the bass 
All right. So, cool so every there. week, someone we need at least one. At least one. It doesn't. Can, I got you. Can right, listeners so. submit a dad joke? You got one. You got one. Brian? Heck okay. yes. That would be better. Yeah. There you go. Um. Every everybody knows how to get a hold of us one way or another. Send so, us a dad joke. Um, yes. We will read us, it on the show. Send us your dad jokes. Echo will read it on the show. 100%. Oh, I like 100%. That, yeah. oh God. <laughs> Somebody will. <laughs> I think that does it for us today, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to the show, feed that algorithm and leave us a review with five stars on your podcast app. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our road to 1000 contest is underway. And there is still time to enter. Just subscribe and you can be entered to win an Alpha Ignition helmet of your choice. Casted by the Dad Batch. Are we close? Uh, I think we're like in the sevens or something. Sevens or eights. It jumped up pretty fast. So, uh, nice. You can follow me at Stevie.kicks on Instagram. (laughs) Sometimes Twitter. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can follow you. John can find me at la comic-con whenever that is december first weekend of december december 1st to 3rd i believe i'll be with my boys hanging out come out and see us we'll be there high five us probably throw you a sticker or two Lizzie gang maybe a little chili dog if you're if you're lucky yeah he's throwing out chili dogs people we'll, we'll see what happens we'll see chili glizzies <laughs> Don't throw that <laughs> no. brian uh, you can catch me at the forest in a tree. <laughs> Sleeping in a tree as the deer run by. Taking a nap. He's sleeping looking up like, why is he yeah. sleeping in this tree? <laughs> I can just, Supposedly that has I, happened. Yes, yeah, like, snoring like, scares him away. I can just see the deer yeah. watching you like climb the tree and then wait till you get to the They're top. Like, this idiot. And then they leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They listen oh, to the pod. That's what happened. They're, today. they're looking at him through their night vision goggles and stuff. Yeah, that's like what this, happened today. Dude. I was like, I, I was like a little bit. I'll make it quick. I was a little bit uh, late getting there, and I was like starting to climb the tree, and I was like eight feet up, and they make like a snorting sound when they're when they're in danger, and I heard them snort, and I was all, that's it, they're gone. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm just getting and up there. And he was like, climbing up, right? I was climbing uh, up to sit, so then I sat for two hours, and nothing ever came. End of story. Brutal. It's hard. Ravy, where can listeners find you? Thedadbatch.com. And Joe. I echo echo. Is there an echo in here? Yes. What? I'm echo. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to episode 67 of the Dad Batch Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 68. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. Glizzy gang.